Hello. Welcome to I Like Books, um, a show where we talk about books we like and why we like them and why you should like them too. Uh, we are host Ernesto Alanese. And Angie Alanese. And this is our, we're trying to do this in a better way. Historically speaking, we have um, had bad audio, bad video. <laughs> So we try to have good, good video and decent audio. I might have to push this mic a little away from us. Wee! It's a hot mic. Um, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Happy Valentine's Day. We didn't mean for this to happen, but we do have... Um, now, the camera's over there. Yeah, look at that. I know. Right? You I can't know. look at the screen. I, I'm you can't looking look at, at you because you're talking. I know. I know. We all look at the people. Um, but uh, uh, Valentine's Day. It is. Um, I got my wife something really sweet and thoughtful, yeah. and I got Jack Squat. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't arrive yet. I even planned ahead this time. Usually, like two days before, I'm like, "What can get here?" <laughs> oh man! Um, so we're in our in our home. This is our living room. Mm-hmm. This is it's our, our bookshelf. Uh, that's our. Yeah, this is our dining room. We have our bookshelves behind us. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of Chotskys on this, babe. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of oh, things. There's, there's, there's a lot of things besides books yeah, behind us. Cool. There's there's other stuff going on in the world. Um, but today, our episode today, we're, we, we, did, we didn't get one in January. We had to find a place to fit it. Yeah. And so because we're running behind, we want to catch up. We're going to do an episode every two weeks for the next three. So we're going to go two weeks, two weeks, two weeks, and go to once a month. Also get in after March. So we're going to do Angie's Top 5. We'll do our book club book. For February. For February. Mm-hmm. And then we'll do Ernesto's top five. So today's episode is Angie's top five books of fiction. What? This is a top this is a tough list, yeah, baby. It is, yeah. Um we've read a lot we read a lot of books. Um you can follow um, we'll probably put this stuff as we go on, but I post my reading on Goodreads. Do you do that at all? I do, yes. So do you want anyone to know what you're reading? I don't reading? have any friends. <laughs> I, I, I have like one or two friends. Yes. If you wanna see what we're reading and, and follow along, you you're more than allowed to. Um, so we're gonna jump right in with Angie's top five, um, and we're about why we like these books, and to tell you kind of what the, we're basic plot, we're plot synopsis, but not spoilers of any kind. We're not gonna spoil any right. books because our goal is to we want you, you to read them. Yeah, you might hear a book like oh, I want to give that a try. So we'll go ahead and start with number five. What's your number five, babe? For okay. book, your top five of all time of all. Oh my goodness! Time. These are all novels, so it's all it's top five novels. My no, I don't. I can't. I think it's this one. These are not. Strictly necessarily in order, but we're gonna go with Jaber Crow by Wendell Berry. This is a great novel. It's published in the year two thousand, mm-hmm. so it's 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 probably the most recent book on, our, on your on your list. Yeah, I like by it. far. I read a lot of. Um, you read this in twenty eighteen. I did. Where were you, babe? We were. Well, I mean, it takes me a while. I'm not a fast reader. This is true. (laughs) But part of the time I was reading this, we were in Nashville. Mm -hmm. Um, Just the two of us. We were staying at a cabin. Maybe anniversary trip or something? No, it was... We were there for um, Peterson. Andrew Peterson (gasps) at the Ryman. I think it was the Christmas one. I feel like it was December. It was cold. Um, But yeah, we were... Yeah, we were staying in this little cabin. And it was just... I don't know. It was apropos because this is a very, like... Americana, like it takes, he's from Kentucky, it's in the the rolling hills, and it's all about, um, it's about a small town and the people in it, and um, it's about a man called Jaber Crow, and just his love for the land, and his love for a woman, 
and it's just a beautiful story. There's not a lot. Like, if you try to give a synopsis, it's kind of... Yeah, so far, the synopsis, I'm, I'm like... <laughs> There's not so much that, that happens. But it's just the characters and the setting are so beautiful. Wendell Berry is a great writer. Mm-hmm. Um, Stephanie Meyer once said, of, of Twilight fame, she once said, uh, there are great writers and there are great storytellers. And I really appreciate that because... Like, I'm not a great writer, but I can tell a story. So it gave me hope that I'm not a great storyteller, but I can write. There you go. So together. Um, No. Wendell Berry puts both these things together. This book is uh, one of the most um, influential books I've read in the last 20 years as well. It is, uh, if you love America, if you... If the changing of America has been a thing like that, just America's changed for the last you know, 50, 60 years, yeah. um, he captures some of the, he mourns some of the changes. Mm-hmm. And it's not like make America great again kind of thing. No, I would say even, not even if you love America, but if you love creation. Like it's very Ooh. much about like, it just happens to be that this, that, you know, Kentucky is the place, but it's more about the earth and I mean, that's not what it's about, but there's a lot of that. It's one of the big themes. There's a lot in, in, well, in a lot of Wendell Berry's writing about just our relationship to creation and how we steward the earth and take care of one another in that. Um, if you've never read Wendell Berry, this is a great place to start. It it's, is. It's a big one, though, but yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's, what is it? It's, um, it's 300 pages. Yeah. She's, she's a it's beast. It's, um,. It's impossibly beautiful. Worth the read. Definitely. Number five, The Jaber Crow. It's not the, I just call him The Jaber Crow. <laughs> I love, we, we love this book together. Yeah. We also love this book. In fact, oh, you we were the one that told me to read this. Way, way back when we were getting to know each other. This is The Lord of the Rings by J.R.R. Tolkien, published in 1954. Um, you read this all over the place, babe. I did, because again, I'm not fast. Um, and w- the one that we had was a single volume, so it was just a the black cover, right? Big old chunk of a book with the ring on the front. I think it had a yeah, yeah. Okay. It was kind of bluish. I don't know. It was a single volume, um, and I yeah, I was reading it for a while, and I was traveling a lot at that time in my life. So I remember I was reading it when I was in Chicago once visiting mm-hmm. you and my sister, and I was sitting. I think you were in class. Yep. And I was sitting in Borders reading, and I was trying not to just weep openly because it was it was so beautiful. But a lot of it I read when I was traveling to South Africa to see one of my good friends because um, I remember also there, I think in the airport, <laughs> I was trying not to cry. But um, and I remember talking to them about it while I was there because um, my friend's husband was a good was a big fan. So um, yeah, it's the Lord of the Rings. I think most people are familiar with the story. It's the Fellowship. Um, they made these real It's a quest. Yes, it's a quest. That um, they made movies out of this book. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movies. Some people love the movies. I do not. Um, I there like are, the there movies. There are parts about the movies that are great. The movies are like a garnish. The movies are like, oh, this one scene makes me love the thing I love more. Right. But the movies. I mean, people. I guess non. It helps this story be accessible to non-readers. Mm-hmm. But again, like Barry, this is a combination of both great storytelling yes. and great writing. Yes. Tolkien's a great writer. Mm-hmm. And all fantasy fiction we've written today 
finds its genesis here. Tolkien yeah. being a linguist and a historian, there is a gravitas to his writing that is high. I literally pick this book up and will read portions of it sometimes mm. just for the joy of being, like, the, the, the way he turns a phrase, um, how he describes, the way the story resolves is, it's epic. Yeah. Epic is the only word. The Lord of the Rings is, uh, yeah, so you read this. Yeah, I read this. It was it was as the movies were coming out. And that's part of why I read it then, too. It was, I, because I remember I had just finished the part of the two towers when the two towers came out because you went to see that and you were furious because so much of it was not handled as it maybe should have been from the books. And so, and I had just finished that part when we went to see it and I was like, this is, this is wrong. Um, cause the book is better. That's a, <laughs> it's a common theme, I guess, among readers. But, um, yeah, so that's when I read it. Are you um, looking for something? No, I'm just, I'm like the Lord of the Rings. Hold on. I love the smell of books. Yeah. Uh, I'm missing The Hobbit from this set. I gave yeah. it to someone to borrow. Old, never give yeah. it back. I've been trying to find it on eBay. And I think I might... But eBay, it's hard because the picture sometimes isn't, isn't the actual thing you get. But anyways... We did the same thing with our Chronicles of Narnia. I we know, don't have... I know. Oh! <laughs> but Lord of the Rings, uh, if you've never given it a try, it's a commitment. It's three books long, yeah. a thousand pages. Um, it's worth the read. Yeah. It's worth the read. Um, I, I'm surprised it got you that. that like, like, I think you read it because I asked you to read it. I'm surprised it got it's, you. Uh, the characters are just, the characters are great. Don't eat that, Sonny. Um, yeah, the story. It's. I mean, I love a quest. I like, you know, I like adventure movies and stuff. And, and so, yeah, this is, this is a great story. The Lord of the Rings by J.R. Tolkien. Okay, I'll put it in okay. this shot there. Next. Next. We're going to go uh -oh. to... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. N or M. Uh-oh. Agatha Christie, one of my very favorite writers. How is that number one for you? How is that Agatha number one? Well, because it's... I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I would probably say she's my favorite author overall, but it's not necessarily my favorite. Like, it's just so hard to pick. If you favorite. measure out, yeah, money we spent... No. The amount of copies of, of like, we have okay, different that, yes. sets of Christie. <laughs> and we can't get rid of it because this set, this one copy, we have a whole set, but this copy of the same book was the one you read when you were somewhere special, right. so we can't do it like, away. This one's, like, falling apart. And, yeah, people have given them to me, so I have ones that were gifts. But also, like, I want a paperback if I'm going to be traveling, but I have the whole set in hardcover. This is how. This is what I do with all the time. <laughs> I'm not just a reader. I'm also a book collector. That's the thing. So, you're a collector. Yeah. Agatha Christie is a um, very famous writer. Yeah. Uh, she's very a, prolific. Oh, my One goodness. Of the most, How mean, many books does she write? 80-some, uh, I think. I, they, they say that she's, like, one of the most published authors, maybe after Shakespeare or something. Like, she's just got, she's got so many books and so many, like, copies in print around the world. Like, um, so, yeah. This one, this is kind of, I'm kind of cheating because this... Is not necessary. This is standing in for my love Sunny, for Agatha Christie, um, but this is not like the quintessential. No, 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 no. This, this is not is the not, classic murder mystery. No, and if you want, if you want a taste of Agatha Christie, this is not necessarily the one you should read. This is one of my favorites, 
partly because it made such an impact when I was reading it. How old were you, babe? I was, I mean, I, I was a year or two out of college, okay, so I was okay. like early 20s. Um, I don't know how it took me so long to discover her because I grew up loving reading mysteries. Like, I I read all the Bobsy Twins when I was in third grade, and then the Boxcar Children, and then all of the Nancy Wait, is Boxcar, in is that fourth grade. Mysteries? Are those mysteries? Yeah, I mean, kind of. They're like adventure mysteries. Okay. There's usually some little riddle or puzzle that needs to be solved. Um, so I was a mystery lover, um, and then we were working up north. I was on my dad's construction crew, and we were working, we were staying at my aunt's house on the lake, and or when that... I don't know if that's when it was. One of the times we were up there, and I was like, I need something to read. And so I went to her shelves, and I picked out um, the ABC murders. And I sat down and read it by Agatha Christie. And I was like, this is amazing. But this one, I remember, I was sitting in the chair at my parents' house when there was this big reveal. And it so just, it was staggering. I was like, I can't believe she did that. I was amazed. And so this one really, like, stuck. This one is more of a like a spy novel feel. It's um, Tommy and Tuppence who are, you know, maybe my favorite detectives of hers just because it's a married couple and their dynamic is so fun. Um, but yeah, if you want to read an Agatha Christie, of course you can go to, you know, like Murder on the Orient Express is great. My favorite is Ten Little Indians or And Then There Were, and then none. There were none. Yeah, that one's a classic. Um, Death on the Nile is a great one. Like the ones that they've picked to make movies out of recently. They're really, really good. And the movies are pretty decent. Yeah, they do a good job. Um, but and listen, Agatha Christie is still plaguing my life. Not just in book form. <laughs> plaguing. Plaguing. A Darth Plagueis in my life. Um, wow. Because, not, not plaguing, but we have a BritBox subscription because she watches all the Agatha Christie characters, their shows, like Hercule Poirot. We watch his uh-huh. stick, and he's been making shows for how long? Oh, my goodness. There's like 13 seasons of that incarnation of Poirot. And then like, we have Miss Marple in the house. Yeah, we finish all those. And then, <laughs> and then, <laughs> then we move to Chesterton's Father Brown. Yeah. I mean, it's just, you like British murder mysteries. That's why murder mysteries are a big part of our of our. Like, most of what we watch television-wise are either what the kids like or what she likes. I don't really have any shows that I watch because I don't like shows. I don't like long-form <laughs> narrative. Um, but we watch a lot of murder mysteries because Angie loves Christy and her her kin. I do. So that's NRM. NRM. If you want to, if you want to start with Christy, if you've never read Christy, I would suggest And Then There Were None. That's a great place to start. It is. It's a really good one. It's a great little murder mystery. Yeah. It's a okay. fun one. Okay. Next. Next. Number two. With this one. That's a this huge is, I addition. I know. I brought this. I, I have another copy that I actually read Of from. course you do. The, <laughs> this one. It's just kind of hilarious because I got to tell the story. This is my, my number two is Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. <sighs> Pride and, and Prejudice. Yes. Um, and I, I chose this giant volume because this, that is actually how I read it originally. Not in this specific book, but... My family was going, it was while I was in college and during summer break, we were going to the Colorado Rockies to go camping and hiking and I wanted something to read. So I went to the library and I checked out, they had four, like um, Jane Austen's four most famous novels in one volume. So it was even bigger than this. And I checked that out and I took it camping. (laughs) It was so ridiculous because I would be like at the fire at night, you know, with this giant book or in the tent with my flashlight. Um, so anyway, that's when I first read Jane Austen, and um, I love 
most of her novels. Um, Pride and Prejudice is probably my favorite because I just love the dynamic between Elizabeth Bennet and Mr. Darcy. Um, although he is not my favorite love interest, Mr. Knightley mm-hmm. from Emma is. That's not mine either. Yeah. Um, but I love Elizabeth Bennet. What? He likes it when they're zombies. Pride <laughs> and zombies. zombies they t- some writer guy made a copy of this, yeah. added zombies. And it brought the book, to, it brought the story <laughs> together for me. And, and listen, it sounds, I'm not trying to be ridiculous. I'm literally saying, so a lot of uh, Jane Austen's, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not dogging Austen. I'm, I would never She's a great dog writer. Jane Austen. She's very influential um, as, a, as a writer. Uh, and she's a good storyteller. A good, mm-hmm. uh, but um, a lot of the conflict is people not sharing their thoughts or feelings with one another. I guess it's, it's the world they live in, a world right. that is restrained. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm not that. I'm Mexican. <laughs> we, we, our emotions overflow. We overshare. And so I get frustrated. I'm like, just tell them that you like them. Like, I just get so, so yeah. I'm not a big um, lover of these books, even though sensibility is my jam. Sense and Sensibility is the best film adaptation, I think. The film Eddie, adaptation with Jane Ellen Austin. Rickman and Emma. So Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson. Yeah. She wrote the screenplay. Hold on. So good. Three Kisses. That's how good that is. That movie made me a better man. That's how good that movie was. I've never read Justice's Ability from Austin. I've never read the book. It's a good one. I've only read Pride of Prejudice because I read this book because um, I knew when I was... I'm, I'm going to stop here. It's Valentine's Day. Might as well talk. I'm oh. bragging my wife. I knew as I uh, searched the world to share my life with someone, because I'm a pretty hopeless romantic um, and I wanted to walk through this world with someone. Um, people have lists of what they want, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and all I knew was I wanted someone who loved Jesus, everything they had in their just just Jesus was the center of their affections. Not just went to church, not just like I wanted someone who the Christ was their everything. And two, I wanted someone who loved the arts and loved literature and film and music Um, because I wanted someone I could talk to about things. I didn't want to just... Because I'm not trying to be uh, crude, but (laughs) making out gets old. Like, you can only kiss someone for so long. You've just got to talk to them. Um, (laughs) At some point, you do, yes. Yeah, you have to talk. (laughs) At some point. To, like, that first, you know, 12 months, you got to go... No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) 20 years later, here we are, still Um, talking about books. Still talking. So, So, yeah. I, so, as I, uh, I was drawn to Angie's, um, her love of Christ, her um, leadership in the church, um, leadership of the church, ooh, I'm a bad complimentarian, but um, I'm like, I got to give this, this girl's books a try, which included Pride and Prejudice, and don't, it's not my jam, but I do respect it, and I will never ever talk about Jane Austen ever, because she's, she's very influential, and she's written a lot of great stories. Um, so Pride and Prejudice. There's a lot of lot of different movies based on her stuff. It's crazy. Yes. Her and Shakespeare. You're right. Her and Shakespeare. They always get like Christy, interpreted. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, they do. They get adapted. Okay. And yeah. Okay. So okay. And number number one. Number with one. a bullet. With a bullet. I can't even tell which way this goes because it's, it's fancy old hardcover. Your fancy my, pants, all of you. <laughs> my favorite novel. Is Jane Eyre by Charlotte Bronte. Um, this was published in 1847, which is kind of contemporary with 
you yep. know, Jane Austen. But she's more gothic than Austen. Yes. Which is why I like her better. Yes. Like, this is more, what would you call it? Like, Restrained. Rest- this is, the emotions do flow. Yeah, this the is, characters, yeah. they gush with their feelings. I love it. Yeah, kind of. Well, it builds okay. to the gushing. <laughs> yes. Like, it's restricting. Gush, 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 gush. And, 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 and there's these like little like subtle like jabs oh, and yeah. stuff all throughout. Oh, this is my favorite. Jane Eyre with Mr. Rochester. Mr. Rochester is my man. He's, He's right. my man. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. What's the plot of the, the plot of this book? We didn't so, do the plot of Pride and Prejudice, but who cares? It's just famous. Oh, yeah. I mean, Pride and Prejudice is... They love each other. They hate each other. They don't understand each other, and then they, yeah. Um, but no spoilers. Um, no spoilers. Jane Eyre is about a governess. She, well, she's an orphan. She grows up. She becomes a governess. She goes to work for um, Mr. Rochester as a governess for his ward. Um, and then there's all this tension and conflict. I don't. I can't say too much about no, the plot yeah, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, because it it could spoil stuff. Um, I first read Jane Eyre. On a trip to Ireland. <laughs> um, and yeah, and I remember we were staying in this big old house, this big old Georgian house, and in this giant cavernous room with a big fireplace. So you were in Jane Eyre. You were yeah, in the book. Yeah. I, I mean, sometimes, sometimes I choose what book to read on a trip because it, like, and then it just, it cements it that that's, you know, it's just fitting. Um, so yeah. Um, I love this book. I love. Jane Eyre, I love the main character. I relate to her more than a lot. I you mean, are her, babe. <laughs> I have had people tell me that. There's a her character is very um she there's a lot of her thoughts, like her inner monologue in the book. Um so you know what she's feeling. You know that she has very, very strong feelings, mm-hmm. but she is she is driven by what she's driven by her convictions. And yes, she does yes. What she believes is right, regardless. Of Who how would she have guessed? Feels. Who would have thought? Which is not something you often see in you know romance novels or she's in like, female protagonists. Right. She's like she will not be. I mean, she. Yeah, she just won't be carried away by her feelings if she doesn't believe it's right. And, and, I and she's her. not the react. She's not reacting to what's happening. She is definitely proactive, and she's paving a way through life. Yeah. I read so Anne had me read this book, and this is one of the reasons I'm like, like, I read Jane Eyre, and for I was like, this, this picture of love being drawn, is a good picture of love. Like you read the book Twilight, okay? And again, Stephanie Meyer, I, I gave her mad love earlier in the podcast, so or early in the show, so I can say her her picture of love, I, it's very, um, I don't like it. Like you know, it's it's all yeah. butterflies. It's all like feeling, and I can't breathe when he's in the room. Yeah. Listen, that stuff kind of fades, you know, very yeah. superficial. It's uh, it's puppy, puppy love, me. <laughs> um, so people like that, but that's not this Jane Eyre watching her choose against. <sighs> sometimes she chooses against her heart for the yeah. sake of conviction, but sometimes she chooses against like. A societal, mm-hmm. pragmatic good yeah. for the sake of her heart. Like so, she right. she has she to. Is, be- yeah, she is still she is true to herself in a way that's. I mean, it's, it's, it's not just like she's not it's not one she's not one dimensional as a character. Right. And reading, so you told me how much you love this book, so I read it, 
And I'm like, first of all, I didn't know a, a woman character be written so... I'm just saying... She's very a, complex. A lot of characters are very strict. Uh, pride and prejudice. One is pride, one is prejudice. Sensibility. Yeah. One is just a sense, one sensibility. Right. They're, they're very straightforward. They, they do yeah, things. they like archetypes. So. They're archetypes yeah. is the right word. But Jane Eyre, just, I feel like she's a real person walking around yeah. in the world somewhere. And I'm like, first of all, this is a beautiful picture of love. Second of all, this reminds me of Angie. And <laughs> to be married with a woman this strong would be a joy. Um, and so... And is it? It is! <laughs> it's a joy. It's a joy. So those are Angie's top five books of all time. So we encourage you, if any of these sound awesome to you, pick them up. Uh, give them a try. Um, you can get a lot of them. Um, you can get them deals on seeing Kindle. Some of you, know, uh, you can get some at your local library. A lot of these you can find at thrift stores. Honestly, Stru- that's why I said when you said we spent a lot of money on Agatha Christie, I'm like, no, we haven't, because I get them for like fifty cents here. You know, like just yeah, because a lot of it is classic literature, so you can find it. But there, listen, we have in our basement boxes of books, <laughs> extra sets of Christie are in my basement right now. They the have space. a shelf that they belong on. They just I gave that shelf to the kids for their books for now. They Someone the, who was very kind built us a shelf to literally house this set of books. They're perfectly measured to fit in the shelf. And it's full of random kids stuff. It's full of Hardy Boys and stuff that my kids don't read. Grr. Okay. So, um, in two weeks, we'll be right back here on Wednesday at... Um, at 10 a.m. We started a little early today, but 10 a.m. is when we'll probably do the podcast. My dog's right she wants here. To play. Sunny, come here. Come here. see the people. Come see the people. Come see the people. Come on. Come on. You hear a growling? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. Um, but um, if you like, uh, we're looking at this show, so you see what's going on. We'll be airing this on our Facebook page, I Like Books. But then we'll be putting it up on podcast. Uh, um, the audio on the podcast. The audio, app? excuse me, I, I burped. Um, we'll be putting up a podcast. We're putting up the audio of this on different podcast um, uh, services: Apple, Spotify, Amazon. So if you want to listen to it as you're driving around, you can, or you listen to it right here on our Facebook page. We hope you be, uh, like our Facebook page so you can watch our live stuff. I know Wednesday at 10 a.m. is not an ideal time to watch or to you know watch a live stream. But it's just, we're not YouTube influencers. We're uh, not. For we're a not. living, we have other other things we gotta do. I so. work a late night Wednesday, so I can do stuff early in the, in the morning. That's all, and, and night times with the kids. So we're gonna find a different time later. But for now, we Wednesday at ten in the morning. But we'll then Wednesday nights, I'll be putting this audio up so you can listen to it as you drive around. Um, we hope you join us on this journey we're taking of I Like Books. We hope this sh- becomes a show that becomes part of your life. And you know me and Angie as we do it. Hopefully our love of books will be a help and influence to you. Um, we end with the quote we always go to by Evelyn Underhill, who says that spiritual reading can be second only to prayer as a developer of the inner life. We believe that. We believe reading. And these books, they're fiction. They're stories. Yeah. But stories... <sighs> Point us to the great story. Great storytellers bring us to truth, and we love truth. So that's us. Um, tell you what we're going to do. Um, if you go ahead and like our page, like our Facebook page, uh, next two weeks, in next, in next episode in two weeks, we'll give away 
some of uh, Angie's, uh, some bookmarks with an original painting by Angie Alanese. Oh. So if you go ahead and like this Facebook page, in two weeks you have a chance to, we'll probably give away three of those bookmarks with an original Angie painting. So go ahead and like this Facebook page, I Like Books. And that website is facebook.com slash I Like Books Podcast. So hope to see you here in two weeks on Wednesday at 10 a.m. Bye. We like books.